Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Introducing the Lowe's List for Innovation. While our aisles are filled with innovative products, we've selected our favorites just for you. Like the exclusive Whirlpool washer with industry-first two-in-one removable agitator. We love this washer because you can customize any load. And with other smart features to streamline your laundry routine, this product is a must-have for families. Shop the full Lowe's list of top picks at Lowe's.com. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. U.S. only. It's another episode of Film Study by the Numbers. Ken McCusick, Dan Rees, how you guys doing? Life's good. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing good. Now this, we're going to look at some of these numbers, kind of looking back at the Washington football game, as well as ahead. And I'm guessing neither one of you wrote down the number 11. No. What's um, the number 11 mean, Josh? The number 11 is how many miles outside of D.C. FedEx Field is. Interesting. Okay. You know, because dig into the, Dan Snyder kind right. of number. Yeah. Which is why they kept saying, coming to you from Maryland during the Washington football team game. All right. Well, in, why don't we get into real numbers that matter? <laughs> the layer of bile that Josh adds to the show. We'll just move by that and go to the numbers. Dan, why don't you start us off with your first number? All right. Sounds good. First number, 43%. 43% was Lamar Jackson's completion percentage in week four on passes uh, over 20 air yards. Um, before week four, Lamar Jackson was one for nine. So obviously a significant improvement. 
um, connected on a few big ones. So that was really nice. Uh, NFL average for comparison over the first four weeks is about 38%. So overall now, Lamar is at, at 25%. So uh, still not at the NFL average, but a good week four. Improved, certainly. Joe Burrow has not been good on the long pass either this year, so we'll see him on Sunday. I'm going to go to an offensive line, set of numbers, 0, 4, and 3.03. Uh, 0 is the number of pass-blocking events surrendered by Orlando Brown versus Washington. 4 is the number of active first-round draft picks on that Washington defensive line. That's an unbelievable number, frankly. And 3.03 is the time-to-throw average for Lamar Jackson in Week 4, which is one of the highest in the league and really is indicative of the way he extended plays effectively in the game. Nice pass to Brown down the right seam. Another beauty that was the throw of the game, certainly, maybe of the season, in terms of uh, fitting the throw in the corner of the end zone to Andrews. Yeah, the uh, makeshift line really held up pretty well. Hopefully we don't have to test that too much going forward, but uh, they, they held up pretty well against Washington. So, All right, next numbers, 0.875. That's the average air yards on completions by Dwayne Haskins before garbage time. So less than one yard uh, in the air on completions from Haskins before garbage time. So garbage time uh, is based off of win percentage of 5% to 95%. And just for reference, that was when uh, the Ravens were up 28 to 10. So that's bef- before that. Uh, he had completed 16 passes out of 23, eight of which were behind the line of scrimmage. So tons of dink and dunk passes. Unfortunately, they resulted in 133 yards uh, yards after catch, which was 8.3 per completion. Wow. For, com- for comparison... Uh, the NFL average in, in 2020 is over eight air yards or over six air yards per completion and five uh, yards after catch per completion. So well below air yards, well above yards after catch. Yeah, it really paints a picture of what the Redskins will try, were trying to do in terms of the passing game. Let me try and approach that same thing from a different angle with 31%, 10, 3, and 3. 31% was the blitz rate. For the Ravens, which, hey, you don't want to blitz a team that's constantly throwing a lot of screen passes, a lot of short crosses, a lot of get the ball out of the hands of the quarterback quickly. Martindale adapted very quickly to that. Didn't blitz a lot in this game relative to the normal amount the Ravens would would go after the quarterback. Only 10 blitzes from off the line of scrimmage. That .21 per drop back, much lower than he's used uh, over his tenure with the Ravens here. Three stunts the entire game. They had 17 against Kansas City. In fact, two of the stunts came on one play at the end of the game. Uh, and only three drops of two-plus from the line of scrimmage. So that simulated pressure was not part of the Ravens' look either. That's probably a good thing when the ball's out quickly, again, is to is to not be simulating pressure because those players are obviously at a significant disadvantage to uh, disrupting routes and whatnot. So I'll paint the picture of a, of a really passive pass rush against Haskins. And uh, Haskins still, as your numbers show, did not test the Ravens deep very often, really not until the end of the game on the uh, – Long throw over Khalil Dorsey in his first NFL snap. Yeah, definitely, uh, you know, different than how they normally face rookie QBs, but uh, seemed appropriate based off of the the checkdowns that he was throwing. All right. Uh, third number, switching back to, to the Ravens offense, 115. That's the yards of rushing on designed run plays to wide right side. 
Uh, this is really relevant because uh, DJ Fluker was on the on right ta- on playing right tackle this week, and he did a pretty solid job, uh, especially up until two holding calls at the end of the game there. But that's 115 yards on 16 rushes to the right, which is over seven yards per rush. Uh, that's compared to 12 yards on seven rushes to the left and seven yards for, on four rushes to the center. So not much success to the left or the center, but a, a ton of success to the right. Very interesting. Yeah, uh, you know, great game for Fluker in terms of, of what he did uh, to, to come in and and uh, help the Ravens go in this game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about a, a, a marginally related statistic, and that's 37.5%. That's the percentage of the Ravens plays with motion at the snap, and that's per ESPN uh, video, video team from ESPN. It's by far the highest in the NFL. The Rams are at 29%. They're second. The median is only 11.4%, less than a third of what the Ravens do. Uh, a lot of that is because there are, or some of it, is because there are a higher percentage of motion plays at the snap on run plays. A lot of uh, design motion, even with a receiver, is intended to try and uh, unravel what the coverage is, try and interpret what the coverage is, and will end up with a receiver going into another spot and not necessarily using that motion to get a clean break off the line of scrimmage. The Ravens are different. They use their motion to get a blocking advantage, and so they're really mostly using it on run plays, using a tight end, using Ricard or Boyle specifically, uh, most of the time, sometimes Sneed, to get a good block off the line of scrimmage. But I, thought, I thought that was very different, and that um, definitely those, those uh, players in motion, and the Ravens' run game is very right-handed, are what a lot of times uh, uh, will give them that blocking advantage. They- At ADP, we work with more than 860,000 companies worldwide. That gives us a pretty good idea of how to help businesses grow stronger. Whether it's through data insights that help you make informed decisions about building a team that works better as a team. Or by keeping you ahead of thousands of changing regulations so you can keep ahead of everything else. Like building that better team. Grow stronger with ADP. HR talent, time, and payroll. Introducing the Lowe's List for Innovation. While our aisles are filled with innovative products, we've selected our favorites just for you. Like the exclusive Whirlpool washer with industry-first two-in-one removable agitator. We love this washer because you can customize any load. And with other smart features to streamline your laundry routine, this product is a must-have for families. Shop the full Lowe's list of top picks at Lowe's.com. Lowe's, home to any budget, home to any possibility. U.S. only. They need to to, uh, get a run and play started. Yeah, definitely fun to see them, uh, those big blockers, get a running head start before they go go for the block. I remember also last year you had mentioned it was uh, nice to also confuse uh, for the mesh point as well, give it a little bit more blocking in the vision for the linebackers. So that's another added advantage of that motion. So, all right, jumping to the next stat, 64% versus 52%. That's the passing percentage for the Ravens on second down for 2020 versus 2019. So an increase in, in pass percentage uh, by, by 12, uh, 12% in 2020. Um, and, and it's really interesting to see because, you know, the Ravens are, especially over last year and a little bit, uh, little bit this year, but not nearly as much, are, were known to be a run-heavy team. So increasing the pass percentage to 64% on second down is pretty significant. 
Um, average yards have increased slightly by, by a yard from 2019 to 2020, uh, from 7.2 to 8.3. Uh, one of the really interesting things, however, is that the series success rate uh, for pass plays is only 53% versus run plays on second down are 86%. So that series success rate is the chance of, or the um, the chance of getting a first down on that um, on that series. So really interesting to see that running on on second down has been a lot more successful for the Ravens this year. So we'll see how how that continues going forward. Okay, and folks haven't seen it. There's a great uh, study by Dan out in the article still. That or actually, I think it's in the videos where he takes you through a lot of charts and graphs to talk about. Uh, how series success rate differed by run and pass. And the Ravens were extraordinarily different from the rest of the NFL last year in terms of their ability to succeed with the run. Uh, so it was really interesting stuff, I thought. Uh, I'll move on. I've got 40.7% and 6.2. 40.7% is the percentage of eight-plus man boxes faced by Gus Edwards. That's the highest in the NFL. 33% is next. Forget who that was. And he's, he's ran for 6.2 yards per carry, which is the second highest. And, and you really pointed out, Dan, that this is a, a, a real dichotomy to face the most eight-plus-man boxes, even though the Ravens are typically equipped to get an extra man at the point of attack, both by having a pulling guard and having a fullback. It's still remarkable that Edwards is able to have such success versus very tight boxes. And frankly, in, in some of the situations he runs in terms of game time, he gets a lot of his time as a quote-unquote closer at the end of games when the other team knows the Ravens are trying to run out the clock and he's still able to do it anyway. Uh, just a remarkable year so far for Gus Edwards in terms of, of beating the odds and, and coming up with a really high yards per carry number. Yeah, and luckily it hasn't come into play too much this year, but it's it, it's such an important thing to be able to close out games, close games uh, by doing that, you know, running, run out the clock, when they know you're trying to run. So that's that's such a crucial thing to have for the Ravens. So um, the fact that he's been able to do that has been been amazing. So, all right, my last stat, uh, looking forward to this week's game against Cincinnati, 107. That's the sack yards lost by Joe Burrow. Uh, that's the worst in the NFL. He's been sacked 15 times, which is second most in the NFL. Uh, and, and as I mentioned, for 107 yards. Uh, only one sack last week, however, um, and in the first three games, he played some very tough teams, the, the Chargers, the Eagles, um, and, and the Browns. So uh, I think it'll be uh, definitely, you know, ho- hopefully we can see the Ravens uh, uh, increase that sack uh, count and, and for some big uh, yards lost this week. Yeah, now Burrow has been a, a quarterback who's been very effective between 10 and 20 yards this year, just ridiculously effective, frankly. And, you know, that's particularly in the middle of the field where a lot of the Ravens' weakness is behind those linebackers who've looked a little lost in coverage, I think would be fair to say so far. So I, I, I question whether or not that'll mean the same kind of pressure level we'll see from, uh, from Martindale this week in terms of what he's willing to do to get after Burrow. All right, let me toss one more out there. 11.85 and 17.5. Can't resist this one. Those are the number of millions of dollars remaining on J.J. Watt's contract for the years 2020 and 2021, respectively. Uh, I don't like win-now moves. Okay, I really don't like win-now moves in a year with COVID and the chance that, 
hey, this season might not get finished. Or if it does, there's a big asterisk all over. Or if it does, the Ravens have their own COVID problems and, and don't have the year they expect to have, but still invest a lot of money in it. And also that they give up cap dollars for next year when they have some players they need to sign, most notably Stanley and Jackson now at this point. But if you're going to do a win-now move, you may as well go all in on a player like J.J. Watt who would completely transform this Ravens defense. And I, you know, I'd, be, I'd be interested to hear from you, Dan, what you'd like to trade, what you'd be willing to trade in terms of draft capital to get him. Oh, uh, with two years left? Jeez. Uh, um, probably pretty high. I think probably a second because you got to expect back a, a comp pick at the end. Uh so I'd, I'd probably say a second seems reasonable. Right. Second and then in, I guess it'd be three years, you might get a third back if Watt right. signs one more big contract, and that's a possibility. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a it's it's probably not unreasonable. A second for the Ravens is pretty far down there. I guess one of the things you'd, you'd, you'd have to ask yourself is, would you right now trade J.K. Dobbins away to get J.J. Watt? Oh, what? Well, yeah. Uh, the fourth running back? third running back i guess um yeah I would. <laughs> it might be the, okay yeah. all right that's good to know all right well, yeah th- it's an exciting one that'd be that'd be fun i know i understand all your your qualifiers but it would be definitely a fun one so yeah yeah all right well thanks again uh we always have fun with this dan I appreciate you joining us uh, you follow dan at dp reese eight correct yep yep okay wonderful and we'll talk to you next time on film study <laughs> Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch, now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture. And when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space. Just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.